Southeast Radio's Morning Mix. Chat, news, and your views. So I started life as a lawyer, as a, basically an intellectual property lawyer working with big broadcasters and advertising agencies and major stars around the world. And more and more of them got me involved with not just their legal side and negotiating their deals, but also the business and strategic development side. And what I was noticing is there are big patterns in history. And I always say, look, the best way of predicting the future is to create it. So I'm now engaged by companies across the IP value chain. We basically have a, a company that uh, creates formats for television, and uh, including the people for who created Who Wants to Be a Millionaire and The Weakest Link are all part of that. I have a production company with Octopus TV, where we're producing everything from Duran Duran's latest video to lots of TV shows around the world. But also a technology company, so we're looking at things like holograms and artificial intelligence. But a lot of companies and governments employ me around the world to basically predict about how things are likely to happen Mm. and the reason and one of the biggest secrets is that we say that history repeats itself and I say that history repeats itself because we never learn the lessons from history so what I do is I shine a spotlight on historical moments and predict and as you rightly say with 100% accuracy what is likely to happen and we've got all sorts of examples including the latest uh, shenanigans with booze for Boris and booze for Boris uh, spelt differently Um, and all of that is very 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 predictable and like most things in the world uh, and the secret of it is um uh, same as the secret for comedy it's all about timing so i talked about that very recently and the the shenanigans that we've been having uh, uh with, with westminster and i talked about the timing of that it was going to happen after the jubilee celebration it's very predictable that there would be this uh, trigger of a vote of uh, confidence or no confidence um in boris and i also predicted and it's all out there it's easy to find uh, also predicted that he would win that but you need to learn the lessons from history and look at what happened with margaret thatcher look at what happened uh, with john major and so on and so forth and look at what happened with theresa okay. may and, and you see a pattern emerging and what can predict the future okay can you tell us some of the other predictions you've made recently to do with recent events you've talked about the political side of things what have yeah. you predicted that has come true well, I, I, virtually everything that we have predicted, in ter- everything from technology coming to, through, um, I was basically as I talked about holograms um, and how that will be the next big thing. We were talking about that six or seven years ago, and all of a sudden you will hear that uh, ABBA have just launched their wonderfully uh, <laughs> wonderful thing called Avatar. And this is the new way of getting things on the entertainment side. People are being able to consume content in new and exciting ways. And the great thing about that is that it gives people gives artists the power to earn money in their sleep. So one of the biggest things that we look at is intellectual property, is how you can basically make more money from your rights. Because lots of people don't get their rights right. They don't understand what rights they have, and they sort of warehouse rights. What I do is help people basically monetize the rights that they own. So good example, great example, was the wonderful ABBA relaunching their careers after uh, 40 years, seeing them on uh, on the carpet again right over over here um, at their new uh, self-built, uh, self-purpose um, venue where they're having these wonderful recreations of themselves in their heyday. So I predicted that in terms of technology. We predicted the rise of NFTs, uh, predicted the rise and fall and 
and rise again of Donald Trump and, and so on and so forth. And, and if you have a look at that sort of stuff, it really is looking at uh, all those sort of patterns in history and doing that. And I've got a, a book out, which is wonderfully um, called The Andrew Ewan Book of Failure, where it shines the spotlight and gives you a lot of these secrets, uh, secrets which are making millions of dollars for companies around the world at the moment, yeah. as to how you can predict the future. And what I thought I'd do for your listeners is I've put uh, a couple on eBay uh, for the first come verse, uh, which I can sign and personalize. It's called The Andrew Ewan Book of Failure, and you can get your copy if you pop along to eBay now, and I'll, I'll do this at a very special rate for, for your people. And lots of great examples uh, in history on that sort of basis. A lot of people were watching the coverage of the Jolly Depp Amber Heard trial, which concluded last week, and we're hearing she's going to appeal the verdict that went against her. So what do you think will come next? Well, I can tell you, and I, I spoke both about in, in this country and also um, uh, the, the th- following the trial, because it actually wasn't the first time it was heard. We had a case over here in the UK where uh, Mr. Justice Nichols had basically it was an action by Johnny Depp against the son and Dan Wooten. And it was an article which called Johnny uh, a wife beater. And um, had basically had uh, Johnny and Amber Heard were both giving evidence over here. And Mr. Justice Nichols he found in favour of the son and basically said that the, uh, at least 12 of the 14 allegations were substantially true. And that was back in, um, uh, in basically in 2018. In December 2018, Amber Heard published a column in the Washington Post, which is really a clarion call for providing more support to women who speak out about domestic violence. Now, Johnny sued her for that in Fairfax County, Virginia, um, and basically she countersued him, saying that, uh, calling her a, a, a hoax and, and, and a fraud and it's all false, is defamatory to her. So he was claiming 50 million, she was claiming uh, 100 million for damages. Uh, and what the court has just decided, and it was announced last week, is basically that Johnny won on all three counts of his, contrary to what happened in the UK, and they basically, the jury, because it was a jury there of seven uh, people, five men and two women, they rejected Amber's version of events. Um, and they basically awarded Johnny $10 million plus $5 million um, in uh, punitive damages. Uh, and that was reduced uh, to 350000 So basically he got $10 million for compensatory damages, so a lot of damage to his career and so on and so forth, and 350000 in punitive damages, because that was the maximum they could do. Uh, Amber herself, she also won uh, one of her claims against Johnny um, about a particular event, which was basically turning around saying she manufactured some sort of evidence. It was to do with a, um, a party or a, an event where the police were called, uh, they turned up one time, apparently, uh, and there was nothing to see, but they called them back and they said she spilled a bit of wine here uh, and, and basically roughed the place up a bit. That was found by the court to be wrong and defamatory, and therefore they awarded her $2 million. Amber may appeal. She's got basically uh, 30 days to get everything in order. But the biggest problem is this, is that whether or not she has the $8 million, uh, which is the net amount, or just over $8 million, plus obviously legal fees, uh, to pay Johnny. What I do think is important is it shines a spotlight on uh, domestic abuse and there are a couple of things which work both ways domestic abuse is appalling it does happen to men as it does happen to women the court of public opinion was absolutely in johnny's favor and he said he wanted to get his life back that was the biggest thing about him and there's reports in today's uh, paper about him splashing out having a curry in birmingham um, and i think he had a, a huge amount of money either as big tips or whatever uh, which he left doing that he's on tour with Jeff Beck at the moment, and uh, I can tell you um, that he's uh, got an album coming out in, in um, basically in July with Jeff as well. So I think it's, it, they, he's in a good place, Johnny, at the moment. His biggest 
thrust was to basically get his reputation back. He wanted to clear his name. It wasn't about the money. Amber, I think, is in a difficult position because she doesn't, in my um, understanding, have the eight million to pay him. And there's all sorts of talks that if you appeal, you might have to put up a bond and so on and so forth. And if she doesn't have the money, then <laughs> it's difficult to put up the bond for the eight million. Okay. I think the saddest thing is, the saddest thing is, is that it's Hollywood airing its dirty laundry in public, and not since the days of Fatty Arbuckle in the 1920s um, has that had such a devastating effect. Before we round off our chat with you, looking at world events, uh, what's going to happen in Ukraine over the coming months? Will Russia take over more of Europe? Uh, looking at the next five years, can you predict what is likely to happen in this particular area and in the world in general, if you don't mind, Alexander? It's a very kind of general question, really. No, no, I like general questions. <laughs> Let's solve wealth, pod- poverty, and, and other bits. I can tell you it's very similar to we had uh, the wrongly called Spanish flu in um, basically in 1918. It went on for a few years. It was wrongly called because it's basically King Alfonso got the Spanish flu, but it actually started in Kansas. So it should have been the Kansas cough. But because there were media restrictions on reporting and it happened in the UK and France and so on and so forth, the only country that didn't have a prohibition was Spain. And so it was widely reported about King Alfonso. So we should first rename that. You will recall that that happened for about two and a bit years. But after that, we had the Roaring Twenties. So I can tell you that after a period of readjustment, we are in a fantastic place in terms of advances in technology, in terms of medicine, where the whole uh, sequencing of the human ge- uh, genome, genome is uh, basically being found. There will be cures for cancer will be found. Their technology will go leaps and bounds ahead. Uh, the Ukrainian situation, in a sentence, is this. You need to understand where Putin is coming from. What he is trying to do is to get back to the USSR. He views uh, the situation as this is land which uh, was taken from Russia. He wants to get it back again. From a human point of view, it is an absolute tragedy um, because both sides really don't want this war. And I think the more that we can get bigger understanding of what people are up to and what their real mission is, the easier it is going to be solving these issues in, in the future. Our thanks to futurist Andrew Eborn there, whose detailed studies of historical events such as past pandemics and wars as we've just heard there, plus his in-depth understanding of the human nature enable him to make predictions with incredible accuracy. Southeast Radio's Morning Mix. Chat, news and your views. Alan Corcoran.